0: Today on Recur Now, we are working from wherever.
1: And COVID-19 may be plaguing brick-and-mortar retail, but what's the impact on subscription e-commerce?
2: Plus, we're eyeing Blissfully's 2020 SaaS Trends Report. All this and more today on Recur Now.
0: From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it's Monday, March 16th. I'm Abby Sullivan.
2: I'm James Herrick.
0: And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's
1: a beautiful day to subscribe.
0: Up first, your news. I am a sucker for a good ebook, so Trello's ultimate guide to remote work got me hooked. If you are sick of hearing tips on helping you create a world of effective remote work, skip on. But if you're skipping on, you're also avoiding the unavoidable. Whether it's due to the pandemic or the fact that remote is undeniably revolutionizing the way we work, the more resources, the better. It's about immersing yourself in the advice, the research, the data. And the Trello team believes that sharing is caring. They won't even ask you for your email address to download this one. They grabbed advice from the crews over at Litmus, Buffer, Evernote, Zapier, Atlassian, and more. It's about debunking common remote work myths, highlighting remote work communication best practices, specific software recs, advice on finding remote jobs, although that shouldn't be that hard right now, and exploring the culture around remote. If you're not immersing yourself in the possibilities of remote right now you're doing yourself a disservice working effectively on a remote team requires discipline from every employee but especially from leadership if leadership can't do remote well the whole company will fail so c-suites better listen up too willing we'll to sign up in your subscriber newsletter let us know what you think and be sure to reach out to me at abby at with your thoughts on remote even if you disagree i want to hear it all COVID-19, the disease originating
1: from the coronavirus family, has created widespread panic and fear around the globe. Schools are closed, travel is restricted, offices are mandating work from home, not to mention the lack of toilet paper at local stores. While COVID-19 may seem like a topic strictly for health officials, it's undeniably impacting businesses. Retail Dive reports more than one-third of U.S. adults are shopping less at stores and more than half of adults expect to this month because of covid Here are the numbers, according to Morgan Stanley analysts. As of a week and a half ago, total retail traffic fell 9.1%. Apparel retail traffic fell 3.9%. And luxury retail declined by 14.7%. So my first thought here was... Okay, people aren't shopping in person, but thank goodness for D2C and e-commerce, where one can buy the things they need without leaving their home. However, Wedbush and Morgan Stanley analysts contradict my thought process. Neither analyst groups believe e-commerce will make up for the decline in brick-and-mortar shopping. But I wanted to research this further. I found an article by Forbes which notes that some facets of e-commerce are indeed booming in China, which is where the disease originated. The article says that delivery services are thriving because millions of restaurants are still open for business, but people aren't dining in as much. So the answer? Delivery. Additionally, video conferencing and remote working software companies are the superheroes amongst all the companies mandating work from home. So there's definitely a spike in sales for those platforms. While this article shines a light on how coronavirus has impacted e-commerce in China, I think we will see similar trends across the globe in the coming days.
2: Being cooped up at home for a weekend, or amid a pandemic, sounds like the perfect time to download Blissfully's 2020 SaaS Trends Report and start scrolling. The TLDR. SaaS apps reign supreme across departments, but Waste is growing. Blissfully is a total SaaS management platform. They've worked with hundreds of companies globally to help them manage their SaaS across their orgs. They help companies automatically detect the SaaS products they're using across the entire organization and use that information to optimize spending, improve security, and simplify IT operations. Because of this, the Blissfully team has access to some serious aggregate data. We're talking 10 years of data from over a 1,000 companies. And they've analyzed it to highlight some interesting trends. So here it goes. 80% of the top 100 SaaS apps are HQ'd in the US, which is more heavily concentrated than broader tech itself. About half of the top 100 SaaS apps are still private, with an average backing of more than $100 million. The typical mid-market company uses 185 different apps. And apparently, SaaS app usage across all companies is up 30%, and the spend is up 50%. So, if you're a SaaS app or a SaaS app company, I presume your ears are perked, or they very well should be. Abby will link to the downloadable report in your subscriber newsletter.
1: And that's a wrap for this Monday's news. Up next, a bit from our show, RevOps and Hops. This time with the CEO of Tint, Samir Kumar. We have an all-new episode of the show dropping tomorrow. So, if you're digging this, be sure to get on the list at RevOpsAndHops.com.
3: Welcome to Rev Ops and Hops. I'm Patrick Campbell here from ProfitWell. got Michael Klett here from ChargerFi. And then Samir joining us to talk a little bit about CS and sales. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some beer. We're going to talk a little bit about that depth when it comes to sales
4: and customer success. For our product and the way we interact with brands, uh, we think that the brand standing on the mountaintop and touting how good they are doesn't go very far yeah. it is the authenticity that takes it far and sure. uh, you know employees are a big voice for their yeah. brand uh, so our customers it's cool so yeah
3: that authenticity is obviously like super super important uh,
4: absolutely and and you know that's that's absolutely the foundation of our of a product and a solution is for brands uh, to not be the ones touting what they do because that doesn't travel very far it mm-hmm. is when the employees and customers say good things about the brand, uh, that's when the others tend to care. Uh, And that's when the brand really stands out. So we believe in it. Um, That's cool. Absolutely believe in it. Cool. It's like a social proof built in there. Social proof. Word of mouth is a real thing. Uh, And in today's day and age, uh, social media is the platform for delivering that word of mouth. Mm. Uh, How many times do we actually buy a product because a brand says it's great?
3: Like Netflix, right? So Netflix has... Hundreds of engineers dedicated to personalization, right? But yeah. now there's so many choices mm. that I still don't really choose anything unless someone's like, "Oh, did you see that series?" I'm like, "No," but I'll like watch at least the first exactly. episode now because you mentioned it. Exactly. Yeah mm-hmm. that that tribe concept I think is super interesting to me because it's been around obviously for yeah, a Seth long Gordon time.
4: Yeah, Seth talks a lot about the tribe, yeah. and uh, it's it's finally boils down to a set of people who care yeah. about. Uh, what you have to say enough that they will say to the others.
3: This is the most common questions I feel when it comes to word of mouth. How do you measure it? Yeah. How do you make it, like, how do you, inflate more of it or how do you create more of it
0: that's it for your monday roundup don't hesitate to reach out to me at abby at recurnow.com if you have input on any topic we cover or you want to collaborate on a potential story this has been a recur studios production the fastest growing subscription network out there if you find use for the show subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur